The summer months are often a time when families travel together, perhaps vacation, a family reunion, or just a quick trip to grandma's house. These road trips can either be miserable or days when wonderful memories are made. What a picture of all of life. We are just passing through this world and families must learn how to enjoy the Lord and one another as we make the journey together. We are taking a summer road trip through the book of Philippians, the book of Christian joy, and discovering principles to help our homes. Let's join Scott Pauley now for today's study. If I were to ask you today to take me to the classic passage on the family in the New Testament, where would you take me? What scripture would you open to? Um, probably you would take me to one of two books. You would either take me to the book of Ephesians or to the book of Colossians. And that would be very appropriate because both of those books outline specifics related to home life. Uh, the role of husbands and wives and fathers and children and uh, their classic passages, if you will. And for many years, as I studied and, and spoke on the home, I would go consistently to Ephesians and Colossians and neglect the little four-chapter book that is sandwiched between the two. Now, Ephesians and Colossians are very important, and they're really twin epistles. They should be studied alongside one another. But in the good providence of God, there's a, a little letter that Paul wrote to a group of people in Philippi that is sandwiched between Ephesians and Colossians. I've told you already, full disclosure, that Philippians is really my favorite book of the Bible, and I've spent much time in it. But for some reason, it was not until more recently that God has connected Philippians in my thinking to family life. It dawned on me that where Ephesians and Colossians deal with the specifics of home life, Philippians deals with the spirit of the home. Because remember, Philippians is all about Christian joy. Uh, this book that says nothing about the family directly actually holds the key that unlocks the joy of Jesus for your family. Philippians, in many ways, shows us the foundation of true joy in a household. It's the story of happy hearts and happy homes. If you want a heart full of the joy of the Lord and you want a home full of the joy of the Lord, then I would challenge you to spend some time in the book of Philippians, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Philippians 1 verse 1, Paul and Timotheus, the servants of Jesus Christ, to all the saints in Christ Jesus which are at Philippi with the bishops and deacons, grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making request with joy. What a great beginning to the book of Philippians. Do you hear the family tone in what I just read? I'll remind you that the church itself is a family, that we are a part of the family of God. Family is God's idea. Family is rooted in the heart of the Father. And the Heavenly Father has allowed us to, to know what real love looks like and to know what real fellowship is, uh, to be brought close and, and into a, a relationship with Him and with others. This is, this is really the joy of knowing God and these opening verses are amazing. There are lots of, of twins here. There are lots of couples here. For example, uh, there are two servants, Paul and Timothy. Uh, there are two locations for the believers. They are in Christ Jesus, and they are at Philippi. So he gives their spiritual location and their geographical location. I like that. 
There are two offices. There are the bishops and deacons, two offices in the local assembly, the pastor and those who come alongside the pastor to help and to serve. And then there are two gifts, grace and peace, and a divine order to them. You've got to have grace if you want to have peace. There are two givers, God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Why two? Two are one, so why mention both of them? Because the Father is the sender, and the Lord Jesus Christ is the channel through which every one of these gifts is sent. And then there are two responsibilities, to give thanks in verse 3 and to pray in verse 4. Do you see all these twos that are found in the opening verses? But I want to bring you not to two things today. I want to bring you to one thing today. In the very next verse, we read this, verse 5, For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now. I hope you listened to our introductory uh, episode in this series because we began in Acts chapter number 16, uh, Paul's journey into the city of Philippi, the first prayer meeting, the first Bible study, uh, the first convert, the first baptisms, literally Acts chapter 16, the first day. Uh, Go back with me to Acts 16, would you please, for just a moment, because let's enlarge upon the first day there in Philippians, uh, the first day in the city of Philippi. What happened there on the first day? I don't know how I missed this all these years, but if you study through all Acts 16 and you see Paul's time spent there in the city of Philippi and his ministry there, repeatedly God brings us to family. He brings us to home life and what God sets in motion in the homes. For example, in verse number 14, a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple of the city of Thyatira, which worshiped God, heard us, whose heart the Lord opened. She attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul, and when she was baptized, here's the phrase, and her household, she besought us, saying, If ye have judged me to be faithful to the Lord, come into my house and abide there, and she constrained us. So the very first mention of God working in Philippi was not God working in some big public meeting. It was God working in a private home. I think so often we're, we're waiting for God to set some big thing in motion in our churches. Beloved, God wants to start something in your family. God wants to start something in your heart that then will continue in your home. And then the very next scene in Philippi, is of a young girl, a damsel, possessed with a spirit of divination and uh, crying out, show unto us the way of salvation. And in verse number 18, Paul says, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out that same hour. It made a lot of people upset. That's what threw Paul and Silas thrown in prison. But I've reflected on this. Think of it. A young girl, demon-possessed. Do you think that young girl's life was changed? Do you think when she went home that night, her home was different? Do you think there was a radical transformation that took place in the home life of a little girl who was set free through the power of the name of Jesus Christ? Look at what God did in the home of Lydia. Look at what God did in the home of a demon-possessed girl. And then, perhaps the most famous story that took place in Philippi, Paul and Silas thrown in jail at midnight. The Bible says in verse 25, they prayed and sang praises unto God, and the prisoners heard them, and suddenly there was a great earthquake. You know the story. The prison door comes open. The jailer comes in. He thinks they're all gone. He's going to take his own life. And instead, 
these men have the joy and privilege of leading him to Jesus. Acts 16.31, they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved, and thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord, and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night, and washed their stripes, and was baptized he and all his straightway. And when we talk about household salvation, it doesn't mean everybody gets saved at the same time, but everybody does get saved the same way. Each individual in the family must believe God for themselves. But here's the beautiful story. When one individual in each of these families got saved, it led others to come to faith in Christ until eventually the entire household had come to know the Lord. And I say to you that the first thing God wants, the first thing God wants in your household is for each believer to know Christ in a personal way. Maybe today will be the first day for your family the beginning point. Be very sure that you know the Lord Jesus as your Savior. Invite him into your heart and then ask him to help you reach each member of your household with a gospel of Jesus Christ. We'll return to Philippians 1 on our next study and I look forward to making the journey with you. What can you take away from this study of God's Word? Where do you need to apply truth to your own life and family? God's Word is the guidebook for this journey of life, and we sincerely pray that you will follow it. Visit us at enjoyingthejourney.org for additional resources for your home and Christian life. Plan to join us again on our next study and encourage all of your family to make the summer road trip with us. May God bless you and those you love today.